brothers and sisters, the story of the passion that we have just relived in our gospel reading, a story of our dear Lord's passion and death, is a story that must involve each one of our lives. What we have here is a great love story. It is a mystery of God's love for us. The cross shows us how much Jesus loves us. His arms are extended wide to show us that he loves us so much to eternity, that he would suffer humiliation and agony beyond human deprivations. He suffered the worst kind of death, and he did it all for you and for me. We may very well ask the question, what did Jesus do to deserve this love, this sacrifice? Nothing. He did nothing. Jesus goes to his cross for us because he loves us. He really loves us. He suffers for us because he created us in love. And we are, as the childhood song ends with the phrase, we are all precious in his sight. But we ask, why the cross? Well, Jesus didn't have to die on the cross. Didn't he tell the apostles that he wanted to go to the cross? Yes, he could have had legions of angels come down from heaven and save him from this seemingly terrible fate. But he chose to suffer for us. He chose to die for us. These acts of love were acts of total freedom on Jesus' behalf. Scripture says that no one takes his life from him. He lays it down of his own accord. The death of Jesus was no accident. We hear that the prophets predicted it. John the Baptist said he was the Lamb of God. Yes, his passion and death are a part of God's plan from the beginning of time. From the very beginning, God planned to take his only son, the eternal word, to set us free from sin and death and to restore us to the glory of God's image. Our glorious destiny as children of God, that's what it is. So, brothers and sisters, when we look at Jesus Christ suffering on his holy cross, as we do, especially today, and every time we gaze upon the cross, we see how much love he has for us, for everyone. Yes, he loves each one of us as if we are the only one. As painful as it is to see our sins there upon the cross, his cross is a beautiful, undeserved gift to us. But you know, the cross is also a challenge for us. Jesus, in his humanness, dies for us so that we can live, not for ourselves, but for him. The truth is that Jesus dies for us so that we can live for God and for others. This is what gives our lives meaning. This is what gives our lives a reason to exist. His death means that we are worth the blood of God's only Son. The cross tells us that we must live our lives in a new way, 
in a way that is worthy of this ultimate sacrifice that we see on the Holy Cross. Again, this Good Friday, Jesus is calling us to follow him. C.S. Lewis once remarked that hell is full of people who said, my will be done. Heaven is full of people who said, thy will be done. So, choose wisely. You know, we are called to help Jesus carry out his mission on this earth. Jesus is calling on you and he's calling on me to share his promises of mercy and love and salvation with everyone. So today, my brothers and sisters, let us ask once again for the grace to serve others in works of mercy. Let us especially care for the poor and the most vulnerable. Let us open our hearts to others as Jesus did on the cross today. Let us commit to begin again to live for Jesus and to serve him with our lives. Pope Francis gave us a beautiful message three years ago. He said that we should look upon the cross. He went on to say that we should consider Jesus' pain and then say to ourselves, It is for me. Even if I were the only person in the world, he would have done this for me. And he said, let us kiss the crucifix and say, for me, thank you, Jesus, for me. So as we venerate the cross today, let us thank Jesus for his great and life-giving love. And let us ask for the grace to live out our lives for him in the service of others, especially as we bring the mercy and love of Jesus, our Lord, to our brothers and sisters. I leave you with the words of Pope Francis, our dear Pope. Good Friday is the culminating moment of love. The death of Jesus, who on the cross surrenders himself to the Father in order to offer salvation to the world, expresses love given to the end. A love without end. A love that seeks to embrace everyone, that excludes no one, a love that extends over time and space, an inexhaustible source of salvation to which each of us sinners can draw. If God has shown us his supreme love in the death of Jesus, then we too, regenerated by the Holy Spirit, can and must love one another.